recording. What's up, my people? What's going on, Joe? I'm good. I'm feeling healthy. Oh, nice. We're back with another episode of Weekly Sit Down. What are we at? Number four? Cranking them. Beautiful number four. And now today's guest is your boy. What's his name? His name is Johnny Mandolino. And what does he do? He is one of my... He is probably my best friend. Oh. Nah, he's one of them. I have a lot. So he's a really close friend. He's a good friend. He... And what's he all about? He's someone who is just naturally motivational. He will... If you don't feel like going to the gym or something, or if you don't feel like reading or something, he will find a way without just yelling at you to make (laughs) you want to read or go to the gym. All right. Sounds good to me. So that is something So is he like about the gym? Like... Well, yeah, he's... We talk about... What do we talk about? Nutrition? He knows... Health? Well, that's the same thing, I guess. He's really into... Right now, he's really into... He's a serial entrepreneur. He does everything. He's doing solar. He's trying to become a life coach right now. He wants to eventually do seminars where he lectures people. Like he has nice. a, a lot on his list of what he Is wants he to do. Is he a big Tony Robbins fan? Oh yeah, for nah. sure. He reads he reads all the time. Many more books than I've ever read. Nice. But all right. So I'm sure we'll hear all of this when he gets here. Well, uh, what do you mean when he gets here? You'll hear all this <laughs> right after this intro. Week four, week four, episode four of the weekly sit down. The weekly sit down. Ba bam. <laughs> good are we good we're, we're good? live whoa you sound really good because that's the best he's mic. got the mic he's got, got the, the main cardioid mic. bro yeah uh, you thing is going it's like the gucci of mics over there wow oh he's got that stretched out i'm just so what's going on Yo, so what's, what's happening <laughs> try and sound as cool as possible yeah, cool and as chill what's going on my people <laughs> Yeah. So we're officially live. We're good to go. We're live. We're recording. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. That was I good. Feel like we got to just go into it once in a while. No, that's the way to go, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah. So, we got Johnny over here. Johnny, what do you do? And it's the first time you guys are meeting. Yeah. So, I feel like yeah. you should be like, <laughs> yeah, like I'm into this. So, like, pretend we're at a bar. Johnny, this is Tolga. <laughs> yeah. Tolga, this is Johnny. What's going on, my man? Hey, Tolga. Heard Week- a lot about you. Weekly <laughs> sit down <laughs> fans. This is Johnny. Yes. What up to the fans? Our three fans. What's yep. up? Hey. Growing, right? Should I? Great. You know what's cool? Like, when you introduce people, it's like, it's like you try and tell them, like, like Tolga loves baseball, too. And Johnny yeah, loves yeah. baseball. You guys would like to talk about that. I don't it's love like a baseball, sale. Find commonalities real quick, right? Build rapport. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Whoa. That was interesting. What was that? <laughs> that was cool. That sounded good. Make beats with that. <laughs> yeah. All right, John. I want the world to hear you roar. 
I also really. want you to bring that I mic like that. a little closer. Yeah. I've, I've been trying. I've been maneuvering it a little bit. It's like barely picking them up for some reason, and it makes no sense. All right, sense. I'm in here. Oh, there we I'm go. In. Yep. Whoa. Now I am good. in. How did that happen? There we go. In. Now we're good to go. I just committed. Look at the fucking difference right there. Whoa. <laughs> I was on the outside. That went from like nothing to here we go. That's and now I'm in. All right. So. All right, so what's up? What's your, uh, I mean. You know what? Joey, start it off, man. What do we got? What do we I kind of want to throw a curveball at you. We're doing a curveball? I like those. Because me and John have had a lot of talks, like countless talks. Or we'll just go off about life. Something always good comes out of it, though. But yes. I've never asked you, like, what got you? Because you're obviously into health and fitness, like, so much. Mm. And mentally, spiritually, physically, emotionally. Mm. But what got you to be this person? Wow. Background story. Like, I've never asked you that. No, you can't ask me this, man. Because I, I mean, this is what this is all about, I, though. I want you to, but this is almost, like... You know how I am. I like to live in the moment, right? Like, yeah. I was almost thinking, like, all right, like, what are we going to talk about, you know? <laughs> John, what's your story? And I was like, uh, wait, no, don't even think what they're going to ask. And I did. It's amazing that you asked that. That's so, crazy. Yeah, but we, I, we need the background, how you got yeah, to yeah. where you are. I kind of thought about it. We don't it need it from, bit. like, birth. <laughs> yeah. It's a soft story. It's a it's soft, a soft story. gushy story. What do you it's mean? It's a good one, though. <laughs> yeah. That's I like what, it. I like it. Love your so, story. So, I do love the story. You know, um, so what, how did I get into health and fitness? I just want to know what happened, because everything in your past leads up to where you are now. So what brought you right. to get to this point where you're, yeah, you d- what do you, you do? Yeah. First, let's get that out of the way. What do you do? <sighs> That's a hard one to what, answer. Um, like, I've, <laughs> I've done sales and, and solar for about three, three and a half years now. Um, I did personal training before that pretty much mainly was into working out and, Eating healthy and What's stuff your like that. if you were to pick a passion out of the two? Well, it all started with like people, you know, because I would always think like, all right, I want to make a lot of money, obviously, you know, but what's gonna make me happy before putting money first? So I thought, all right, I like working out, you know, I did pretty well with that, so let me help people with that. And then I started doing it, and I was like, all right, I can make pretty decent money with this, but. That's not what I was focusing on as much. It was really like, I love the feeling that I get from helping these people. Right. You know? That's that's pretty much. But what really got me to this mindset of like whatever mindset I'm at now, <laughs> I would probably say, I grew up like a pretty small kid. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I've heard that. I was thinking that today, man. He's heard it. He hasn't seen it. Yeah. <laughs> I've never. <laughs> no. Yeah. I've known him only for like, Two years, but I feel like I've known him forever. Yeah, right. me and Joe had kind of that relationship. But let me drink my tea real quick. So the reason I'm saying that is because I like to help people, right? I like to help people out of situations and doubting themselves. And I say nobody's unfixable, right? Like I felt like that unfixable person when I was younger, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a really empowering place to have come from, you know? I was telling Toga, like, you have the ability – to make someone who say like if I didn't want to go to the gym or something or work out or read a book or something, mm-hmm. you have the ability to make me feel like I want to read the book or go, and that's rare. Yeah. Like you don't just say like, "Yo, go to the gym." Like, because most you of the time it comes from somebody manipulating in some kind of way. Yeah, you know, go to the gym because of this, you know. Right. But it's it's it, it's all about where it comes from, right? If it comes from a place of high intention. 
you know, that's usually the one that works and persuades the best, right? <laughs> he gets he gets genuinely like disappointed. You could see, and you're like, I don't want to let this guy down. Like, I want to <laughs> go to the gym. <laughs> I hear you. So you yeah. fucking he just cares. He does, yeah. Man, and another great thing. I don't. I guess I'm just gonna like break it out real fast, but <laughs> I didn't want to like think about too many things that we talk about. But one thing that I thought of, you know, pondering on the way here was. I was listening to the inches. You guys know that. Uh, is that the uh, Pacino? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, of course. Explain <laughs> it though. All right. So it says any you know, given life Sunday. Is a game of inches, and yeah. I talk about micro and stuff. We'll probably get into that, but it's all about like the game of inches, you know, and the inches that you need are all around you. So we're talking about a speech from a movie. Yeah. One of one of the greatest speeches in a movie. But I'll kind of revert. Like what I was thinking, and I kind of I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. Like. And how I have high intention for people. Like, you you can't live under a blanket, you know, your whole life. You have to go out and do things. You have to be afraid. You know, you have to go into the uncomfortable zone to be able to grow. And I thought about it like, it's really comfortable in the shade, but in the light is where things grow. And I just, I just had that, like, that thought. And it was like, wow, it, it makes so much sense, you know? Yeah, you need the sunlight. Yeah. To flourish. <laughs> to you thought flourish of that in the car on the way here? Yeah, or when I was getting ready or something like that. But um, I guess that applies to just, you know, having, um, you know, being open to things and really caring about people. Like, you need to genuinely care. Like, now I'm, I'm getting back to it. You need to genuinely care about people because what the hell is the point of doing anything else? Yeah. You're bullshitting them. You're bullshitting yourself. And who's it helping? Are you here to help people? Then it gets to a, like a deeper, you know. Yeah. Are question. you? Right. Are you only? Are you, yeah. Like, are, are you, you only here for yourself, or are you here for other people? So, I guess that's where the passion part of my mindset comes from too. Like, you know, you want to help people with personal training and, you know, whatever, get people to work out or yeah, everything. So, what got you into the solar business then? It was funny. So, I was. So I went from personal training to actually doing auto body with my dad. And I was taking about like a full year of basically sanding cars and breathing in a bunch of stuff I didn't want to breathe Sounds in. Sounds exciting. Yeah. I mean, it was cool because I was learning a craft and it was like teaching me another lesson of, you know, the more you condition something, the better you get at it, like with anything in life. But... <laughs> I was in Sal's, just like the big deli over here everybody goes to, and I was covered in dust, and it was funny because one of my other buddies actually, I don't know if you've ever known this, but a week or two prior, he was talking to me about getting me into Solar City. Who? And, uh, my friend Josh Carp. I don't know if you've ever met him. I know no. him from Paintball from years ago. But I was thinking about doing that, and I was just kind of like fluttering with it. I didn't take any action with it yet, but... I saw one of our buddies, Brett Goldstein. I haven't seen him in a while. And I don't know. Like, it's it's funny to kind of recall the memory over and over. But in the moment, I saw him and I was like, you know, I'm working eight to four, five days a week. And I'm kind of selling myself out right. in a way. And Pimping yourself. I'm pimping myself to the hard work. And I never thought that I would want to do that. And I always thought, like wow, I, I really just want to bring more value to my time. 
And my dad would be like, you're lazy, you're doing this. And I just, I was like, that's not true. You're not you motivated. Know? I'm just not motivated so to do this. This is you doing auto work. Auto body, yeah, auto body auto work. work. I loved it because that's what he's done. Right. That's what he's done. But to go back to it, I saw my friend Brett and he was like, he walks in and he just had like this aura about him. It was weird. Like I, he had this aura, like he's doing something right. And I'm like, wow, Brett, you know, you look great. I can tell you're doing good. What's up? It's like, hey, I found this job. It's amazing. I think he was only working there for maybe six or seven months at that point, and he was just starting to really flourish with it. Yeah, the rolly on. <laughs> he probably just got the rolly. <laughs> and I used to rap about Rolexes, so it was like, all right, I want one. That's how he recruits people, Toga. <laughs> he said, hey, check out this new watch. But, yeah, long story short, he got me into it, and then, I just was like, you know what? This is something. This is something I could actually like really do. He saw, he showed me the amount of money he had in his account, and I was like, <laughs> he, you know that's what? how he got it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. It know sounds that. like yeah. a good way to get someone if you got. Well, the it right was a amount. little bit. It wasn't as straightforward as that, but I went out with him and shadowed him on, you know, going door to door and stuff and interacting with people. And I was like, hey, if he could do it, he has this process down pretty well. He could probably teach me, and I could be pretty good at it too. This so. this reminds me of uh, that scene from Wolf of Wall Street. Which Where one? the guy just shows him the check. He just calls up his job. He's yeah. like, yeah, I quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm out. I'll quit my job right now. Yep. So, yeah, Brett Wolf of Wall Street with me, I guess. But I don't know. That led to a whole path of growth that I think is just was meant to be, and I'm really grateful for it because I wouldn't be here today as uh, whatever I am. I want to let Tolga <laughs> and everyone else that doesn't know about the solar world, I want to mm. let them in and, like, Know that there's another world out yeah. there. Like there's a solar world. Yeah. And it's its own community of people. I mean, I got one of my good friends works in solar. What company? But I guess he just uh he's just an installer of the panels. Mm. He's not a sales rep. He's nope. <laughs> not a sales rep. There's a solar sales he, world. <laughs> what what company is yours? Or can you say it? It was Vivin Solar. Gotcha. That was originally the one that we That's where his started. company, I couldn't yeah. even tell you to be honest. I can't remember. I mean, I lived with the fucking kid for a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he worked in solar. And he just did installing, but I guess I guess the sales world is a different world. It's But I feel like the sales world in most industries is a different fucking world. It's a mental game. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mind game. That's where you are. You're not you're not working. You're just working with yourself in your mind. <laughs> I, I worked it's in sales. It's a crazy thing to think about. I was a broker at one point. Okay. Okay. And the hours killed me. The broker hours was wake up 6 a.m., take the 7.30 train to the city, mm. get in there, and you're just on the phone. Like, when you begin, you're just on the phones from the beginning of the day to the end of the day. And the end of the day is 8 at night, and you get back home at, like, 10 at night. Like Wolf of Wall Street. That's, yeah. Give or take, yeah. I mean... <laughs> The story is very fucking similar to Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Everyone's if you looked up the company, I won't say it, but if you look up the company and the CEO and everything, it is Wolf of Wall Street, like in the modern age. Was it worth it? I left before it was. Was the money worth the For time? Y- no. That's why I left. You know, I left because I get it. You could fucking make all the money in the world if you put your heart to it, but you don't have a life out of there. Yeah. I would rather live the life I want to live. With the, uh, I mean, less money. Yeah, I mean, if I make yeah enough money to be comfortable and live the life I want, I'd rather that than make an endless amount of money and have no life out of my job. Yeah, and that's the line with Vivint too. It mm. was like they mm. wanted you knocking, 
all day on your weekends. So right. on Saturday, like your Saturday, yeah, Saturday, is gone. I was at work on Saturdays also. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. So yeah. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm yeah. out." Yeah. Saturdays were big. Was but it like Wolf of Wall Street? Like everyone's doing blow and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was similar. <laughs> <laughs> Not to get too into it, but yeah, I personally wasn't. I'll tell you that much. But. Yeah. It was intense. The offices were intense. I mean, if you're going to be there at 6 to 8 at night, someone's going to Let's say what was uh, Wall Street 2 with Michael Douglas Mm. was the, what was this? Oliver Stone came to our office to see how we're pitching and how our office ran and took our CEO. And he's in the movie. Oh, shit. But he basically came in to see, you know, get a taste of the atmosphere of a current Wall Street. Wow. And cool. yeah, so Did I mean, our anything? CEO was on Fox Business a bunch of times. They started blowing up, and then they blew up, and then just fucking shit started coming out. And then that was that. We're gonna get on that. I'll talk about it eventually. So did the firm, <laughs> did the firm close? Yeah, or? The firm's out. Okay, yeah. So firm is closed. But you left before it closed. We got out before. We. Me. Yeah, I work. Yeah. Yes, me. My team. You had a team. <laughs> You, everyone has a team there. You got the head broker, and then you got his partner, and then you got everyone under you getting you leads, getting you clients. Like, I'll open an account. It goes to the head broker. He'll fucking raise the money out of him. Yeah. And then you eventually work your way up to where you're yeah, a head broker, and you got a team under you. Yep. The same thing at Vivian. It was yeah. like sales it's like rep. All companies, man. Sales rep. Yeah district mat assistant district manager district manager yeah and if you got the mindset for that and that's what you want to do you're gonna fucking you're gonna make money oh yeah mm. they made money over there for sure they made yeah. sure they made money and that's how they would get people They're like hey look this is real we're just going door to door it's solar yeah. the best people you can hire Can't is people that, off the know? streets for that that's exactly what they did and that's <laughs> why uh like you go to someone. There who, was no. Yeah. It, it ended up being where it's like at, towards the end they were just hiring anyone. That's what I'm saying. It's yeah. like doesn't yep. cost them anything to yes. have them on board, so yes. they'll hire whoever. Exactly. So they don't care. I mean, in the broke where I was, it was uh, you don't make a salary. Yeah. Your salary is no, your commission. Just, yeah, commission. Same thing with us. It. Same people. They I probably, don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I no. don't think that that's I, like a bad thing. I've always. You know? I feel like any job should be paid off how hard you work. No matter what, yeah, right. No salaries. Performance based. Yeah. If once you feel like, all right, I, I, I got paid this much last year for doing that amount of work. I'm getting paid the same this year. They're asking me to do more work. I'm not gonna do it. I'm just gonna slack off because I made that last year. It's, I'm, I'm not gonna do more work for same money. You're also gonna cut out all the people who have a, who don't have a passion for that business that way. Mm. But passion mm. for what? Like a nine to five, like sitting at a desk. No one right, has but a passion if you, for that. Right. Yeah, that's why you can't do that. I can't. What like, like, stocks or like I mean, a passion I, like that? Because I think sales is a passion for sales. That's is a passion for sales. Yeah, a passion know? for sales. Is there different. is that yeah. that definitely does exist. Yeah, people love selling shit. It's the hustle. Yeah, I'm yeah. saying no one has a passion hustle. for the nine to five desk job. No one's like I passionately no. love. Yeah, this. but no, you're no. saying you want to pay people based off performance. Yeah, like I feel like like people who mow the lawn like. They're sweating out there all day. They should get paid a lot right. more yeah. than what they do. But the thing is, with solar, that's different than an office like that. Is like solar, it's like, all right, Monday, like I'm chilling. Tuesday, you know what? I'm gonna go out and work. I could, you could go and knock on your neighbor's 
you, on your neighbor's door and you can go get a deal, you know, versus with brokering, you have to go into the office every day. That is still kind of the nine to five thing. Solar was a grind too. Like if you want to do well, you have to keep that pipeline. Oh, going. two to eight every day. Be on the doors. Yeah. Knocking. You know, Saturdays, 10 to four at least. How much rejection? Like that's what I learned. The biggest thing I learned from solar was getting rejected oh is, yeah it's same good. shit for me you call people you're getting hung up on you're getting called a piece of shit it, like, you're calling you go fucking, into it yeah you're calling you people who have that. a minimum of a quarter mil in the market mm-hmm. so these guys don't have like 10 seconds for you <laughs> <laughs> like you don't catch their attention in 10 seconds they're out how do you grab it you just gotta like they love those guys love playing in the market so like when people have that much money in the market, they love the game of gambling. So like you yeah. got to get on the phone. You just got to sound like Intensity. an intense fucking yeah, guy. What's going on, Larry? Like How they, you doing? they love that shit. <laughs> they hate it because the they get bothered by it, but they also love it because yeah. they're like, this guy's fucking nuts. I love it so yeah. much. <laughs> Larry, don't hang up with me. I got That's the deal of the life done for you. Like Spolino. But it's exactly, <laughs> it's exactly Wolf Wall Street though. And you got to be a crazy motherfucker. Deal. One exactly. of them is going to have that deal. One of them is going to have that, you know, advice. The that's difference in Wolf work. Wall Street is he's calling people who aren't rich and just penny stocks and just yeah. that's it. Yeah, he had a new approach. Bro, Quay people Luz. make money with those, man. People make money with penny stocks. You They're know. still around. I don't yeah. know yeah. anything yeah. about the, stock. the penny OTC stocks. You got a lot of uh, marijuana in the penny stocks. Oh, cool. It's a lot of them. Some of them, some of them skyrocket. Some of them won't. You know what? Some of them skyrocket. Skyrocket. Some of them don't. With marijuana, that's why it's like really, really yeah, risky with risky. The penny stocks. With, with Once it's right legal now. everywhere, someone's gonna make a lot of money. Yeah, won't be me. <laughs> <laughs> Let me take a leak real quick. So I stay. Oh, go this. for it. All right, yeah, you can do that. What? It's allowable. I'm not even sure how to pause this if I tried. There's a pause button. But I don't think you have to. Like, we can just go. All right. I've even, like, heard Rogan episodes where he's like, I'm going to go pee quick. And then, like, everyone else. They also do it live, though. They can't be like, all right, pause the YouTube video. (laughs) Oh, that's true. I mean, you could always cut it out, I guess. But Nah, we're good. People want raw, like, cow, you know, like, raw. People want to hear the real shit. But, yeah, I'm not even sure how we got to where we are right now. Well, sale, it's... Sales. So when you worked in sales, I worked. Yeah, at Vivint. I didn't know it, it that. It changed my life. It definitely helped me for the better. Because, when did you get out? Like in October. This That's recent when, October. Yeah, I met someone who worked at that tutoring place, or knew someone that owns the tutoring place, and then he's like, "You'd be perfect for this." What are you not a? You just got you. Did you enjoy sales? I liked it at first because we. I met all these new friends. Like I, that's where I met Johnny. I met everyone. Uh, Pequa Micro represent and yeah that's where I met all those people it's like seven or eight people so yeah I love I'm grateful for Vivint you were you were there for like making micro right yeah I'm sorry I gotta pull this thing yeah you were there for when we made micro right of course okay I don't know if you just came in and you were like all right he's micro now I started the same day Paul started okay same day I think I remember you and Jason came in same day. No, Jason came like a few, like a month later. Okay. Yeah. Jason. I onboarded you. And yeah. Paul. I remember I took the pictures. Yeah, yeah. You onboarded, onboarded me. I, you texted me something and 
And Dusty was like, use my name for the referral. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice he was doing that. He just yeah. said to like do it. So I was like, all right. Yeah. Just put it on that form. Whatever. Yeah. What are you going to do? It's Vivian. Probably, <laughs> probably won a couple MacBooks out of that or something. <laughs> yeah. Someone someone made money from it somewhere. Yeah. Someone high up. Yeah. Yeah. I like how we like we went. It's this is like a true yeah. podcast of like how, going off the tangents. Like, all right, what's your life story? Sales, and then like cocaine, and then <laughs> like, down. Yeah. So all right. Story. So wait. So what happened behind to the uh, music? What happened to behind the music? True Hollywood story. Yeah. <laughs> what happened to the personal training? No, I think you should just we should go in chronological order here. You you worked at. You met Brett after you were working at the body shop mm. and then went to solar. Yeah. What happened? Like your first day there, what happened? Like your first meeting. What made you think like, yeah, I'm going to do this? Uh, Just the money from Brett's picture? Kind of. And my competitive spirit, you know, I was like, if these freaking people could do this, I could do this. Yeah. I, I think like that sometimes, you know, I do not in any yeah. bad way, but it's like, you know what? If these people could do this, and this is real money, like in the world, like you know, if one other person has done something you want to do, that should make you feel like yeah. you can do it. Yeah, because anyone else can do it, then you can do yeah. it. So, um, I just saw it and basically copied it, and then went out and was like, "Hey, I'm just gonna hustle all day." And I don't know, man. I just like to break everything down to a life lesson. Like my first day out selling. Like, first, I wasn't going to go because I was nervous. You know, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm ready, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if I'm going to know questions and answers, whatever. But I went out, and I knocked all day in West Islet um, from, like, right outside of the meeting. So, like, 2.30 until, like, I'm thinking 8.30. Like, 8 o'clock, 8.30. I had, like, a couple, like, all phone numbers and crap, but I didn't get anything signed. Not None of, like, transitioning into the home or anything like that. Yeah. It's one of the solar door door terms. But <laughs> yeah. last door, I had like the one one more door mumbo jumbo. Like, all right, one more door. Screw it. So I did the last one and then signed somebody up on my first day and then they actually got installed. Which is cool. I Your my, first day. My first day, first deal got installed, which is rare. That's a cool one. Yeah. But uh my first person canceled right away. Like two hours later. Called me. Yeah. I read this. A lot of obscurity in solar. Hey, I just I'm just reading everything now, and I just can't be making this commitment. Yeah. No, no way, man. That's when we would have the paper PPAs too. So you would you would actually like leave them behind. Yeah, the yellow and pink. (laughs) Yeah. No, dude, this this cannot happen. Oh, bro, twenty years. I don't don't know if I do that. But yeah, so I did that. Sold two the next day, and then went in next week and. I don't know, man. People supported you at that time in the office. Like, you went in, and it felt good to get those two claps and all that. They would give you two claps if, like. Yeah, the recognition of doing nice. good. Yeah. And you were like, hey, I'm contributing. I'm making myself money, and you know what? I'm doing good compared to everybody. So it's They like, would take you to team events, you know, like lunches. Right. Yeah. Make you feel yeah, like. We had, uh, you open your first account, you get your tie cut. Really? Yeah. You, they. So they yeah. so they get on the speaker, they ring the bell, first account opening, everyone comes, they cut your tie, well, your head broker cuts your tie, everyone comes around, shakes your hand and shit. Yeah. 
So you got to make it's sure like you, you wear get a welcomed. shitty tie. You, you, you don't know what the fuck day it's going to happen. I don't want my <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't, don't know what day you open it at first account. Cut. Fuck that. It's sentimental. Don't talk. Leave it. All right, let's put tie. it this way. You open that first account, you're probably going to pay for your fucking yeah. tie. Yeah. Oh, it's that good? <laughs> yeah. But it's easy to it's easy to drink the Kool-Aid. That's kind of what I'm saying. It yeah. is easy to drink the Kool-Aid in a good way. You know, any sales job that you're going to do, especially if you want to like move up, you have to drink the Kool-Aid and you have to be all in, you know, whatever. So kind of stepped on the gas for a while and just fought through rejection because I knew that that was going to be the first thing that was going to be happening is the main thing is rejection and sales. Did that. And then any job you go into on. where you're, you're in charge of your own income, you have to, if you're all in, that's so much easier. Like I was so vivid that I was able to, I, I knew, I knew that I could convince anyone to do it because I was so all in and all bought into it your first customer is yourself yeah yeah that's exactly right yeah and like i was like there's no one that can convince me that this is bad and i'm sure i overlooked a lot of things but (laughs) i mean you got it there the panels are on that this house (laughs) we're like soldiers with it yeah we really were just like all right hey i understand you know yeah there's no there's like there's nothing you could say to either of us that we didn't already hear and know how to get around it no matter what it was pretty crazy. That's how it works. They trained us into animals. Solar beasts. <laughs> good training. Yeah. Good training. It was, yeah. It trained you for the rest of your life. Like, I could talk. There's no one I wouldn't talk to and feel fine just having conversation. Right. Yeah. And that's because of this. Just walking up to doors, knowing that they don't want to talk to you. <laughs> knowing, no matter what, that they don't want to see you. But still convincing them to let you in and then sign a yep. 20-year deal. Yeah, it is. There's so many different hills to climb over that, like, the more you do it, it's like, all right, I could do this. And it just gives you the confidence to walk into something that you have no clue what it could be, you know. And Especially when you're first starting, you have no clue. You don't even know, like, they could ask you, they ask you questions you don't know the answer to. Right. Like, all the time. They, it, it was pretty much, you're going there and learn for yourself. It's the only way you really learn anything anyway. But it was a great experience at first. <laughs> and yeah. then what happened? <laughs> I mean, do you want to get into that? I mean, it, it, it I mean, just went that... downhill. It was like an uproar. And it's actually oh, a good story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think it's good? I think it's a good story. I think it's a long, crazy story. We could do it if you want, but I don't know. If Toga wants to hear it, yeah. I want it. I'll tell him it. I mean, you yeah, give me the gist of it. What happened? All right, so basically, everyone was happy working there. Then, how do I word this? Is this company still they, around or no? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they'll prob- people will probably hear this from the company. So I have to try and think. Let's just do it another time. <laughs> exactly <laughs> why I didn't get into anything about my shit. It's long and it's not. It's tough to get into that uh, stuff. It's nothing crazy. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna get all like angry and, and right. like, say things I might not want to I say. Won't, he won't because he still likes the people from there. But I don't. Yeah. Right. I think it's evolving times. What do you mean? I think it's evolving times, bro. Everything changes and everything's in waves. You know. I think I'm talking pretty good into this. Now you are. Yeah. Right. You're good. Like, it's it's waves. Sometimes it's up, sometimes it's down, you know, like things change, basically. Hopefully. I hope they change. Yeah. If it was gonna this stay sounds so sketchy, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if it was gonna stay the same and it was gonna stay like amazing the whole time, I don't know. Things just don't happen like that, but um 
So it went downhill. Yeah. It kind of <laughs> turned into like a crop and burn kind of thing where um, people would be hired. Like you said, like people would be hired off the streets and um, accounts would be taken. Yeah, and yeah. I, I money is yeah, taken. Money. Stuff, you know. Yeah. I don't I got like, you. Yeah. Like we had a store. Like a Vivint store, you buy stuff from, like with your coins for selling deals. <laughs> you gotta bring this one. I'm this bringing this up. I love this. So like, yeah. we would buy stuff, and then it would get sent to the office, and and we would be like, all right, where's my stuff? I'll go pick it up. And stuff just went missing from everyone. So like for me, I had a jacket that I ordered, like a nice windbreaker. Yeah. It said Vivint and Solar on it, <laughs> and it it just wasn't there one day, and uh. One of the managers was wearing it, my <laughs> my sweatshirt. Tell me, I like your name. And he's, <laughs> imagine he's engraved. I really should have Joe checked Rizzo. It. I really should have checked it. He was wearing it, but then he's like, "I have no clue. I have no idea." And like, he made it like he ordered that himself. Right. But he wanted it just because it just came out, and he wanted it. But like, that's just one example. Is yeah, there really is. There so was many so many different. numerous time occasions where stuff was stolen but they learned their lesson i think there's no one who works there it's cool anymore mm. <laughs> man the solar industry especially just on long island just isn't what it used to be you know those were no. like the glory days <laughs> they really were yeah. um and it was were for like two like, years two year window yeah people were installing 30 40 50 accounts in a quarter now people are installing maybe like 10 or 12 times right. you know so micro not everybody not everybody but I mean, would you say it's yeah. a saturated market or company-wise? I think the people are catching on. They're getting uh, knocked a lot. Yeah, so. right. everybody's been knocked now. So you know? they just it's don't even entertain the idea anymore. So you think at this point anyone who wants solar is basically just going like going to get solar? Mm. Like they don't need someone coming to their door and trying to sell them? or um, They don't trust people coming to their door. That's, the, that's what I think. And... So they'll they're like, all right, I'll do my own research and then I'll then right. I'll do it. <laughs> people are just catching goes. on. Yeah. No, I mean, so it, no, yo, I think everyone should have solar because right, you literally just pay less for power. I feel like I'm pitching him. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But you just pay less for power, and it comes from the sun instead of the wires. It makes sense. That's it. Right. It makes sense. So totally. that, that's what I mean. Like everyone should have it. It's just like no one believes that they should have it. And all right, now that we're getting into it, because micro, it's cool. Yeah, we'll get into micro, I guess. But I think like we lost the trust in the product after a while. Like we believe and we love in solar, but what we were selling was we were like, hey, wait, like if we put that, it's this many, you know, cents, and then if we do this increase for this long, and yeah, wait, they're yeah. not even going up that much. Like, hold on, it could be more for solar than it is to actually buy your. The electric. second that happens, it's done. Yeah, the second you like stop trusting your product yeah, a little yeah. bit, you're done. That's yeah, what happened to me. It's, it's you could see it. Yeah. you know, like like if you don't believe in what red. you're selling, get out. Yeah, yeah. the The whole office ended up, or most of it did, same thing. Yeah, now everyone, most of the people that worked there went to another solar company. Now, what's what's the name of this place? I got. We could. Play. I don't care at all. We could. <laughs> I just want to know if it's safe. If, if it's no, the this name. is a good place. It's called Trinity Solar. No, no, that's not the one either. There's a bunch of them. Yeah, yeah. Solar I just wanted to know Trinity. if it was the one that Solar City, Tesla. I know Solar City. Yeah, it wasn't Solar City. It's so Legacy. Many. Yeah. Then there's the biggest one, Micro Energy. Yeah, Micro Energy is really the really new big. one. Yeah. If you could see the shirt, one. got the shirts on. 
shirts clean pressed, all ready to go. So yeah. They sponsored by Under Armour. Basically, it's coming. It's, it's <laughs> that's gonna happen. Yeah, why not? It could, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Under Armour's with renewables. They like it. All right, so <laughs> so things went sour. Let's fast forward. Went sour at Vivint. What did you do? You leave Vivint. Where do you go? I know what you did. Let's tell Tolga. Well, let's tell everyone. Well, yeah, I feel like it's just us three. Uh, let's let's think. It was a point of like a lot of thinking. A lot of thinking went on. It was really crazy, and I tried to like. I would say the majority of my mindset was already where it where it's at now. But it was a lot of like, wow, is this supposed to be happening? Kind of stuff. Like, am I tr- like I'm trusting it? Like I'm trusting life, but like, wow, like this stuff is like kind of going off the hinges. Like, what <laughs> what's really happening? I didn't know a plan, you know, because at at the first solar company, I was like, all right, I'm 100% bought in. I'm making money. I know this process. Whatever. You know, I, I felt like at home, at, in the right place. And then I went upstate, and that was a cool experience of, like, leadership and managing. I managed an office up there. But then came down here and kind of was like, all right. I had an offer from a different solar company for, like, a lot of money up front to go with them and everything. And then ended up going with a different company and then... Um, started getting into a, a different thing with um, a company called Solgen about these new generators that are out. They're really, really crazy. Um, I I think he would like this. He likes yeah. like electronic. Yeah. Like. So this is like next level renewed. This is the I'll new say. shit. Yeah, and it's so crazy and hard to believe that we're having trouble financing it. And that's why I backed back up into like doing solar again. Right. I was going to get out of solar because this is such a great thing. You can make so much money off of it, and it helps people 200,000%, whatever. Because Those are exact numbers. Those are exact numbers. 200,000%, 200,000% kilowatt hours a year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so pretty much it's like a box that's the size of a car, and it produces half a megawatt of power um, throughout the year. And it's really expensive, but it saves people so much money and uh, with incentives in certain kind of states, you know, certain states, it's like two to three year payback. And then these people have free electricity for virtually forever. You know, they have to change some parts at 20 years, but these things could last like a hundred years. Right. And the, what they run off is magnets. Yeah. I don't want to get too into it just for like legal oh, stuff. Proprietary. Uh, yeah. How I don't early, know. How early in this? No, uh, it's, it's a company, but I don't want to get too into it just fine. for like, it's if anybody problem. bit me. Yeah, go for it. You're right. But corporate America. Yeah, that corporate stuff. But uh, yeah, it's really cool because half a megawatt of power is like two football fields of solar panels produced by in one little box. You know, and this isn't saving people like a residential customer. Like, all right, they're going to save maybe a hundred dollars a month on their solar bill. Like, this is saving people like, you know, fifty, sixty grand a machine in commercial, you know, locations. Electricity. Yeah, and a lot of uh, big power plants and stuff like that are going to need like four to like 60 of these things. So you can imagine commission being huge and the benefit for these, you know, companies is crazy. So that's what I got into. And then I went out to California to check those things out. It went well. But I kind of went into... um, California. Yeah, Cali was cool. But 
networking with a couple people to get a bunch of machines installed in New York City, and we were just having like a hard time with the financing of it because I wanted to wait until the main guys are getting a couple installs. So like, hey, look, like machine lamp, like it it turns the lamp on, like <laughs> very very simple, right. like this works, you know. And once I see that, I think I'll kind of, you know, put my uh, foot back on the gas, but. I backed up from that a little bit. That's an amazing thing. But just from the finance aspect of it, I think people are really timid because they're expensive machines to be able to finance for like a lease or anything like that. But did that and then just been kind of going. I was, I wanted him, I told him in the intro mm. how you're getting into life coaching and helping people like that. Yeah. Well, where are you at right now? What are you, like, are we caught up? Nah. Uh, then I went to Rhode Island and that was kind of cool. Um, what did you do there? Sold solar. And oh, okay. it's, it's a great market over there. A lot of money to be made and, um, that went well. And now I'm here, you know, working on solar, basically my own thing in Long Island. Right. And that's like something I'm really going to believe in just based off of like numbers and competition versus the other companies It lines up amazing. So I'm going to be doing that. And then the life coaching is something I really want to put a lot of time into. Just because to revert back to personal training, like I still keep in good communication with a lot of my clients. And they saw a lot of progress with like losing weight, stuff like that. But more importantly, I think it was just like the talks that we would have about like life and kind of the, you know, things I would instill into them. They, they still think about them. So if I could do that for more people, you know, the more value you bring to people, the more good you're gonna feel, and you know, ultimately, the more money. Yeah, that that text you had says it all from that lady. That was yeah. like, some lady texted him was like, "There's not a time I, I lift a weight where I don't think about you." And then she texted him that. Well, think about it, bro. <laughs> yeah. Think about it, like how I am with you, like, oh, Joe, you know, you want to work out because of this or that or or whatever. Like, that was my job with them. Yeah, yeah. you know, and it, it gets into everything. So. The happiness equation thing and, you know, because I like to break things down because. He made this equation on how to get to happiness. In his opinion, of course. Okay. It's not, it hasn't been, the hypothesis hasn't been. (laughs) It's not tested. tested. When could it be? You know, there's so many theories or whatever, (laughs) but it's what's real, what's fake. You know, if you apply it and you believe it, I think it'll work. What's the equation? Time divided by substance equals happiness. Basically, equals fulfillment. All right, so what I mean is life is made up of one thing, time, right? And and I, I kind of bring it from the health equation that I didn't make. Health equation is calories divided by nutrients. So you could have a ton of calories, but if they're what? Like they're the wrong ones, right? Then you're not going to get anywhere. But if you have more substance in your calories, like which is nutrients – then you're going to have more health in your body. So it's the same thing with life. In your time, if you're going to have more substance, like the good kind of substance, you compound that throughout time, you're going to build a happiness. You're going to build happiness action and you're going to It's know. that easy. It's that easy. Buy today, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Simple. Call now. us up right now 1-800-888-888. Like, let's go. You know how to be happy. Yeah. So it's easier said than done, but it makes sense. It's hard because it's hard to condition a new action with anything, you know? It's like, yeah. you're like oh, I don't want to work out every day. 
do it every day and, you know, a week, it'll suck. Two weeks, it'll still suck. But the third week, it'll be a little bit easier. Just just because it's like anything with life, you have to build it. Yeah, you just got to get into a routine. Mm-hmm. It's with anything. Break to build. Yeah, break to build, you got it. Like, I whenever, like whenever I stop training, whenever I stop doing jiu-jitsu, it takes me fucking forever to get back into the flow of it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he does jiu-jitsu. Like, it'll, cool. if I take two weeks off, it's going to take me a month of slowly getting back into like yeah. consistently fucking going again. that long yeah you gotta build it's just, it it's just, yeah it's a lot because like if a pitcher doesn't pitch in a month but he's been pitching his whole life it doesn't it's not mm. gonna matter well it's, it'll still have the receptors or whatever like right. muscle memory will still be there but will it be as conditioned no you know yeah. and think about it is it easier to you know gain muscle or gain fat Fat? I mean, easier? Yeah. Yeah, it's easy to throw fat on. I could do that real quick. And I liked how you said the break to build. I don't know. We've talked about that a bunch of times. But to talk about, like, trusting in the process of being happy and everything or whatever, like, we were meant to be broken, you know? And your heart was meant to be broken. Go into that. So many people, I feel like it's, like, majority of people, because – Majority of people go up and down and up and down, and when they go down, they feel better than when they are up. And they don't trust that, you know, everything is in unison, moving you towards a place of ultimate happiness. So you need to, in a sense, break. Think of your heart like something you got to break open, bro. Mm -hmm. You know, you'll keep on breaking and having like a broken heart of like, oh, well, I thought this was supposed to happen. I wanted this to happen until you, you are open. You know, and then you kind of just live in acceptance and and build off of that. Accept the fact that you don't control anything. You don't know anything. Yeah. I love a thing. I I forget who wrote it, but um, they said, write down your plans for the day. And anything that varies from that is fate. You know? Ah. So do that for a week. And I like that. Like something I like to think about, like. Life is a game. Like, you don't have to go and look for it. It'll find you if you just chill the fuck out. (laughs) You know? Like, don't go looking for crazy stuff in your life. Like, handle your shit. Be responsible. And, you know, life has a plan. It'll play out. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. how how much do you, like, the, what is it? The law of attraction. You know, do you believe in that or no? Because if yeah. you're not looking for like you're not attra- if you're not looking for yeah. what you want, how are you gonna put into use the law of attraction? Looking for something and attracting it's different, no. But you got to put it in your mind. That's what you want. Like that's what you're working towards. Yeah, and that's where the part of spiritual comes in on the happiness equation. So the happiness equation is mental, physical, spiritual, and emotional. I'm sure you've heard that before. Plenty of people use that before. But on the spiritual aspect, it comes from intention. You know, like if you're into religion, you could be praying um, or you could be literally like meditating with a clear mind and from there intending on what you want in your life. Like do that every day and that visualization compounds upward right? and, and starts because everybody has like a plan of what they want. But if you're not putting it into your everyday routine, it's ultimately not going to manifest itself. And we all know the hardest part to really do is like that first action yeah. you know like that all right i i know what i want I'm, i have the macro but what's the micro think macro but live micro yeah you think with the big have the big picture in mind mm-hmm. where you want to be but every day live before the little things 
and live in that moment. Yeah. Right. And the macro starts to build and that's where you get momentum. You'll you'll gain momentum from just constantly doing what you need to do every day. Yeah. And then you are becoming who you want to be. And yeah. then all of a sudden you do it fighting through the barrier of like pain and fear and all that crap that, you know, gets in the way of discipline and you keep doing that. And then it's, you look back and you're like, wait, I'm this person that I wanted to be, you yeah. know, and I live with high integrity of what I'm going to say and what I'm of what I'm saying and what I'm thinking, you know, I'm visualizing something. And I'm saying what I want to do, and I'm gonna do everything I could to get there. You know, we all go off track, but of course, you know. And that's where it comes in. You gotta Dr- come down. It's always up, a bump right? in the road, but you gotta find your way back. Yeah, trust the bumps. <laughs> We've had so many like quotes. Trust the bumps. Think bro. macro, live micro. Trust the bump. <laughs> what did you just say? Trust, trust the bumps. Trust the bumps. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Trust yeah. the bump. Yeah. That's why dream boards work, supposedly, you know, like every day you're looking at what you want in the macro. And it's just in the back of your right. mind all the time. I forgot where what I was listening to. It was Tim Ferriss podcast. I forgot who his guest was. It was like Deborah something. But her whole thing was she taught a class and her main assignment for the class was write down. It was like a letter yourself or something 10 years from now. Mm. Like the day today, today's April 22nd, right? Mm-hmm. 2017. So you're going to write to yourself, April t- 22nd, 2027, what you're doing that day, where you are, where you live in, what's your day consisting wow, of, yeah. so, write yeah. it down. And then just every year, look at that and see if you're yeah. moving towards that or are you fucking just drifting the far away from it. But apparently she's done this time and time again. People have hit her up in five years, six years, seven years have been like, my I already life is literally it. going in that direction That's or it's so happened cool. or it's like yeah. happening. It's the same thing with like a goal board. Like you could apply it with anything like, you know, the main five categories I'd say for me most of the time is like mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and financially, you know? So if you have like this goal, like I want to be in shape, I want to, you know, read 10 books, read 10 books a month, whatever yeah. I want to. Um, you know, be rich, have a happy life, happy wife, happy kids, all that great stuff, you know, write that on the top, but what are you going to do on, I guess we say micro, right? What are you going to do on the smaller scale of doing it? And that's where writing stuff down is really a value because everybody wants to do stuff and look, we're all human, you know, but the people that are better at this are just the ones that figure stuff out like that. Like there's, it's funny. I was actually listening to an audio book of one of my friend's books today. And it's called Real Magic. And he talks about how the magicians aren't doing anything, you know, magical, really. They're just doing something like a sleight of hand Mm -hmm. really, really well. If you could learn your sleight of hand really well, it's going to appear magical to other people. You're telling me magic's fake. (laughs) (laughs) He just broke the bank. But Santa is real. He just broke my fucking entire world. (laughs) Did he say Santa's real? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to keep the magic alive. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like... You got to get what you want on paper. Yeah, there's a reason write it and it's real is the same. Yep. It's true with everything. You got to write down your vision of your future. Yeah. And then just keep looking at it. And keep reading it. Yeah. Well, let's let's break that down. Why is that? How does that work in our brains? Why do our brains work off of seeing something and then 
we literally, like, this is like Jason Silva kind of stuff. Like, we pull ourselves towards that reality, right? Like, you have it in your brain, and then you build, your brain sparks off a pathway of, like, all right, this is a new idea I want. And then it's like, you're just, it, there's nothing off of it yet, but you're sparking that one. And then you're just like, all right, I'm just still thinking of this. I'm still just putting energy into this. I'm putting energy into this. Where does it go next? I'm putting more energy, more energy, more energy. Ping! Another one <laughs> sparks off of the fractal of the, you know, neural path in your brain. Yeah. That's literally what you're doing, you know? And if you break it down to that level, it's just like, if you think of stuff every day, if you think of your goals, if you think of what you truly want your life to be every single day, it will be you it. You have no choice. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, going to happen. It will be it. That's the fake it till you make it. It's, it's the like, people that don't really truly believe that, that if yeah. they fail at it. Yeah, it's like my friend said in his book, it's living with that integrity. Of like, If you're really highly intending what you want, and you're living it, you're going to be that. If you're not, uh, I don't think you are. <laughs> you know, it's it's really a simple uh, Not going to happen. Uh, yeah. yeah. But that's just what I think sometimes. Sometimes changes. <laughs> Tell us about what you're going to do, what your plans are. Because I know you're – That's so like – that's a trippy question, bro. What are you going to do? Yeah, what are you going to do? do? Not today. In the What's your macro? I love that. What's my macro? If I could contribute to people making a change in their lives for the better while living a happy life for myself and working out and hitting a bunch of G-bombs all the time, you know, eating good. G-bomb, you got to explain. Yeah. G-bombs, uh, greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, seeds. It's a cancer-fighting and cancer-preventing salad, which hits every nutritional group and is literally, like, it works wonders. I uh, learned it from a book called Eat to Live by Joe Furman. He would take, like, a lot of people that were basically, like, about to go to hospice. Like, they were, they were done from different cancers and, you know, different sicknesses. And they were like, all right, where do we turn? I'll take you. Let's go screw the chemo, let's do this. And he would literally think of the nutritional deficiencies that they would have and fix that. And then, you know, he has like, I think 70 plus cases or something. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure about that amount of people in the book that saw a change from it. So Oh, so. so that's real. Yeah. That's so we're talking, say it again, greens? Greens, beans, onions, mushrooms, berries, and seeds. It's live foods, right? No meat in there. Oh, Joey. <laughs> oh. Is that wait, where are we stepping are we right now? To Am I mistaken? I'm just wondering. <laughs> we could go there. I'm just wanting to say. I, I'm just noticing. I didn't hear chicken. I love my chicken, Joe. No, you're fine. You can <laughs> what would that be chicken. called? Jeez. I'm just saying, like, because the Forks Over Knives, that documentary, is what got me to leave me. Ignorance is bliss. So. That sounds very similar because in that movie, like this dude had heart, like diabetes, really overweight. His family thought he was going to die. They put him on an all plant based diet and he doesn't have diabetes anymore. It comes down to alkalinity versus acidity. Plants cured his diabetes. <laughs> yeah. And all right. But can you do that and still have meat? 
Because yeah, you could little. just up your plants, but you're still oh, yeah, taking yeah, it yeah. in oh, me. Yes. You got to come down and come up, right? Yeah. <laughs> if, if that's what you want, you, <laughs> if that's what that. you want, if that's yeah. going to make you happy, if that's something that you really think that right. you want, hey, it'll do something for you, right? Yeah. But it's everything in balance, you know? I eat plenty of meat still. It's you know I do like greens more because I know it's better for me, but I also like to you know have weight on me and work out and lift a lot. So I don't know. Do you... Uh do you do like any specific diet or you just, as long as you're eating right, you I don't just give a fuck. pretty much wing it. Sometimes I'll cheat. I try not to cheat as much, but when you're on in your zone, tell that's me. how, yeah, that's, yeah. and I've done that for a while. Yeah. I've done long stints of it and I never really ward away from it too much. You know, I have, so that's I see, why I've, I see I've you get some it. McDonald's sometimes. Yeah. That's, that's my cheat. Yeah. Wow. It's been a while since I've had McDonald's though. Yeah. Believe it or not. McTits. McTits. I could do a Big Mac meal. Why not? But um, I notice it keeps the weight on me, but it's the wrong type. Sometimes it's just hard, man. It's just hard to eat a bunch of fish and rice and, you know, greens. and. I actually love fish, so. Yeah, but try eating it like, you know. No, he'll eat just white fish with lemon and pepper on it. I like g- Yeah, eat, I got no problem eat, with that. Yo. You grill it, I'm good to go. Yeah, but for me, it's hard to keep weight on me, so it's like eat three of those meals <laughs> or eat. You know, eat a quick little Big Mac and some fries and, you know, you get... Feel bloated and shitty, yeah. But it's shitty calories. There's right. no substance in the calories. There's no nutrients. So it's, you know, I might think it's doing something for me. It's almost, it's a drug, but not a conscious drug. Yeah. You know, it doesn't change our conscious mind, but unconsciously it definitely affects us because it clouds us up because it messes with our gut and doesn't keep us clear. One thing I've ever been addicted to is food. Mm. Nothing else. That was my biggest, and if probably like if somehow while I was sleeping, someone like put a chalupa from Taco Bell in my mouth, <laughs> I would just go crazy and like eat ten more. Because I'd be like, "Fuck it, I I've already ate it. I'm gonna eat ten more." Is it a comfort thing, or you just fucking love food? No, it's comfort. I guess that's what it would be back then. Like I would eat for comfort for sure. Because it's almost like you think something's gonna come out of it. It's like, oh, this is gonna give me something. No, yeah. you know, for me, it was like. It was like a buffer between whatever I was doing. Like, all right, I'm going to eat now. And then after I eat, then I can do the next thing. Instead mm. of just being all in and be like, I'm going to do all my shit and get it all done. And then eat when I, after I'm done. Mm. That's what I do now. I like that more. Like, right. Because you like, if you're really 100% into whatever you're doing, you're not even hungry. You're yeah, just you like, like oh, eating. fuck, I didn't eat? It's been we've eight had hours. Plenty of those. Yeah, yeah, we've like, had plenty of those. Yeah. It's crazy. What's your take on this new uh, keto diet that's been flaring up everywhere? Well, Yo, that's, you know, it's that's funny. just living off fat, right? Yeah. Um, it's like 25% carbs, 60% It's healthier, fat and shit. that's for yeah. sure. I haven't looked into it too much, to be honest, but I first heard of it from Tim Ferriss, actually. Yep. Um, he's big on that. And it's really cool because carbs aren't good for us. Right. You know, it's on like a health level because... I don't like when we have those general statements. Carbs aren't good. Well, this is digging up the archives of crap. Some people just go straight up no carbs, but the diet specific. Hold on, I'll I'll pull up the percentages real quick. I was keto for a little while, and which is so weird. A little bit, yeah. I have. I used to have the bullet coffee. I would have. I have the grass fed butter still in the fridge because I never Mm. finished it. And I would do the bullet coffee, and I felt so good. Like, the That's best I ever felt say. in my life. 
Some people go, they have, Tim Ferriss also talks about it. He has, he doesn't eat breakfast. So he wakes up and he fasts until lunch. And then he has that's lunch. I, that's a big thing. That's what I do that's right now. That's even what Terry Crews does, yep. bro. He yeah. mentioned He's them huge. also. Or they have and breakfast, they skip lunch, and then they have dinner. 16 yeah. 8. That's what, what about the vegan, the strongest, like the vegan strong strongest man or whatever? Yeah. Like some dude that lives in the jungle and meditates all day <laughs> and eats once a day. Yeah. And is. Oh, that guy. Yeah, sets, yeah. You know, records. Of so the percentage is 60 to 70% of calories are from fat. 15 to 30% of calories are from protein. 5 to 10% are from carbs. Yeah. That's what I was doing. I was eating no carbs, no sugar, mostly and only just f- fat and protein i probably wasn't even in ketosis but i just felt so good mm. i would drink that it, it's gross though the bullet coffee with the oil and yeah like it's so thick like i would just drink it as fast as i could it didn't taste it gross with the uh mct oil mct oil yeah, yeah. now what is that no that's what is just like high it's brain food brain oil like it's supposed to be just good all for i know is i heard brain. if you take if you put too much mct oil in your drink you're gonna be living in the bathroom for like a few minutes. Oh, like yeah. that? Like quick. <laughs> no, I guess I never had too much. But I was good. Yeah, I felt great on that. But that was all meat both things. Yeah, everyone now who, I'm the opposite. Everyone who talks about the ketogenic diet is always like, I feel fucking amazing. I have all this energy in the world. Mm. And I just keep hearing it. I've, I want to do it, but it sounds so fucking hard. So the science behind... So it is. That. You see how many things you can't eat. So your bot so the science behind the keto diet is your body is is working off ketones instead of carbs. Like right. that's what's your energy. And they're just carbs is turning into sugar. Yeah. So that's the science. Quick lesson. Gadoosh. Yeah. <laughs> well, they say like, you know, carbs are, you know, basically poison for us on, on some, you know. But at scale. the same time, isn't what isn't, it, isn't uh, poison? Like what is it? Uh, what is it that everybody's allergic to? Gluten. Gluten. Yeah. Gluten. I don't you know, know what the fuck that is. Yeah, it's crazy. But isn't it? Don't athletes fucking eat mostly carbs? Like football players eat. Well, oh, we can't compare. Carbs. Well, maybe you can. I can't compare myself to a freaking football player. They eat ten times a day. But you you can't compare yourself to that. But you compare yourself to the percentage of carbs they're eating compared to protein or fat. Okay. Yeah percentages yeah so let me look this up today. <laughs> <laughs> well for them they want to be as strong as possible and they're you know they live a performance-based lifestyle so they want to be eating as much carbs to bring them as much energy to be able to you know break as much to build as as much as possible yeah so you know i read like phelps was eating like 20 meals Crazy. a day. Yeah. Like Phelps was, was eating he? an insane Yo, amount machine, of carbs. Bro, it's like so 7,000 calories. So right? Like 7,000 calories a day. Yeah. It's crazy. Let's look it up. And he was yeah, burning. Look up his diet. It's huge. He was smoking like an ounce a day. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's another impressive feat. And no. Damn. No. Nah, he just burned in the morning. That was it. <laughs> So Phelps is eating roughly 8,000 to 10,000 calories a day. Lots of pizza and pasta. So that guy's just down Well, he's carbs. done now. He's retired. So now he's eating. Imagine he's eating that much still without training. Well, he's working it out also when he's eating that much. Yeah, he can't no. eat that much now. Hell no. Yeah, you just don't have that appetite. He's eating 1,000 calories per hour. I'm 
what I was, re- some stuff I was reading when I switched to vegan was, like, the more you eat, the faster you're dying because you're making your body work that much harder. I love that. that. I'm all about that. You're speeding up. I'm all about that. You're making your body work, right? So it's aging, like it's getting older. Like the more you walk, the worse your knees are going to be and shit like exactly. that. Exactly. Right. Like when you're eating live food, you're aiding to your body, you know, and it's all your gut. Like we think about like our body, it all happens in our gut. So yeah. when you're eating, this thing keeps on falling. Um, when you're eating live food, it's going into your body and it's literally helping things. When you're eating basically dead food, right, you know, um, like carbs and pizza and stuff like cheese, whatever, it's going into your gut and your body doesn't know how to react to it. So it's literally, you know, wearing at your gut, which is yeah. making you, you know, basically die quicker. And with um, carbs, I don't know if I'm going to get the, the verbiage correct with this, but it excretes insulin from your pancreas, or it might be glycogen, one of them, from your pancreas, and that's why people develop diabetes, because it's it's it, it's too much. Yeah. And uh, basically that's why pancreatic cancer is so you know, popular right now, too, because of it's all the all sugar the rage. consumption. It's getting yeah, big. Yeah, it's getting big. It's all the rage, it's all yeah. the rage right now. Yeah. Have you uh, looked into pancreatic cancer? It's oh, yeah, I was, I was going to get into it. <laughs> no, not even funny. I got to let my <laughs> dog out. Hold on. <laughs> Go for it. All right. So, so where were we? No, let's let's get into some juice. Let's get the juice flowing. Let's talk about some cool stuff. Let's go. Let's talk about some crazy stuff. Some crazy stuff. Uh, you believe in aliens? Uh, yeah. No, I'm playing. Um, what do you mean by aliens? I believe there's fucking life forms, like not aliens, but there's like bacteria and shit out there. There is bacteria. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you believe like you believe in full blown aliens? I don't know, bro. Like, what about like multidimensional beings that like feed off of your emotions and shit like that? Do you? All right. So, do you believe in <laughs> other dimensions? Have you ever been in another dimension? I mean, is it possible? Are you in one? Have I been? Yeah. I Which took. Dimension I are you ate in? a nice edible, and I fucking went to another dimension. Wow. What about doing some DMT? Do some Never DMT did that. You'll, you'll land in like some crazy dimension. Nah. Um, I like the super string theory, like way of looking at other dimensions. Like, we're on just a small little string right now, and yeah, Joey likes this. Like, if an ant, this is how they put it, if an ant was on like a wire, like from the telephone pole, like you could only see the, the ant can only see one world or something, but there's a whole different world if it walks around the wire, like. You know how it can walk around the whole wire without falling off? Mm. I got to look it up. Yo, another crazy thing it's I was a, thinking It's of. something like that. The circle of life. It comes back around. Very simple concept. Like the circle of life. You know, like uh, you, you are born, you live, and you die. It's a circle. Right. Circles come back around again, right? Funny thing I was thinking of. But um, string theory, quantum physics and stuff. Another cool one is the observer effect. Have you ever heard of the observer effect? What's that? So it comes into um, like the secret and law of attraction stuff too. That the observer actually changes what they are looking at just by looking at it. So like your eyes, you know, like your eyes are like these powerful, not only 
you know, lenses, but projectors. Look that up. The observer effect. Um, I forget exactly how the experiment went, but there was like two holes or I'll botch the story, but really, really cool thing. Just says like, what I think is that if you exude your unconscious, like whatever's supposed to happen, I guess, you know, whatever is like truly coming into your psyche in the moment rather than consciously mess with it at all. If you're the one that's in your environment exuding that the strongest, that's going to be the ultimate um, um, influencer. Okay. You know? Okay. I found my an example. <laughs> we were getting into the observer effect. I wanted to talk all about right, the wait, observer effect. Go, go. Keep observing. Were you grasping? Yeah, I got you. You grasped me, yeah, bro? Yeah, I got you, bro. You okay. grasped? Are you grasped? I, I got it nice and gripped. Let's go. So my an example. Imagine a thin hose. Like a garden hose. Mm. You're standing nearby, and to you, the hose looks like a straight line, right? It's one-dimensional. On the other hand, if an ant was on the hose, it can notice that it can move along two dimensions. Along the hose and around the hose. But to us, it just looks like a straight line. In this way, the, the second dimension is curled up and hidden into a smaller level. So that's another dimension they're saying. To the to the ant, it's two dimensions. To us, it's one. I've seen the ant one with like the piece of paper. That's like fold it. I think it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How he could be walking on it this way, but if they fold it, he can go around it. Too. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's other. There are other dimensions already in this dimension. Just not to us. I mean that you could. All right. You could say that. All right, so the ant walks around the hose, and you're considering that. That's one. It could either walk along it, one, or it could walk around. So do you put the same theory to you get on an airplane and you go around the globe? Because when you're fucking standing here on the fucking, say you go on a mountain, you just look straight. It just looks straight. Yeah, but the world's a circle. Yeah, I know. You know, I thought he was talking about going straight. The world's flat. What are you talking about? (laughs) I'm oh. not getting into this. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's next time. <laughs> that's, that's I refuse to get episode. into that. <laughs> oh my god! No, you're I, saying when it goes I, around it. Yeah, right. Like to us, the there is one dimension with that hose. It's a straight line, and it's on the ground. If an ant is there, it can walk straight along it, or it can be like, oh, I can walk under this thing. There's two dimensions right. to it. That's what I mean, though. You could go around the world, or you know what I'm saying. No. An ant, all right, an ant's walk. All right, put an ant on a fucking basketball. Okay. And you put the same theory to that. Yeah. If it walks around the basketball, mm-hmm. and you're saying it's going to all the dimensions and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It just knows that there's another one. That's what I'm saying. It's aware. I think there's unlimited dimensions. There's and universes. There's there's a dimen- There's a universe where everything happened the way it just happened just now. But, like, I just wasn't wearing a hat. But everything else no, is No, I've heard same. of that. I've heard of that, yeah. Like, I think uh, there's just infinite amount of dim- I mean, universes. Let me ask you Do this. Do you think that there's supposed to be one? What? Like, so there's a million of them. Do you think, like, we're supposed to be in one right now? Supposed or who to? who controls that? Who controls which one we get into if there's a bunch of them and sometimes we're in that one and sometimes we're in this one? We're in all of them. <laughs> but which one are we in, like, right now? Who's we? I don't know. I could be in one. You could be in one. He could be in one. She could be in one. Diddy's definitely she? in his own. 
See, like, I think we're all, this is uh, cool. I think we're all one. I got Just question, living man. the same experience through different bodies. If this is what we're getting into, this do you, do you think. Hold on, fix it. You just keep like tightening sliding. it, spin it around. Do you think we all see the same thing? See the like, world. When the I'm same? looking at that cup and I see that color red, do you see that same color red? It depends if your eyes have color. Well, what's red to me is what's red to me is that what's red to you? Is that like a proven thing? I know. Not I the know. same shade, but yes, the same color. That's a proven thing. But red is invented. We humans invented red. That's you're getting. A, I know what you're getting. It's a into. word. If you go back, I forgot what book it is. Red is never talked about until a certain fucking point. In time. He was not going to get into that. No, I wasn't. You haven't heard about this? No, no, no. Wait, Hold on. Let wait. me look this up so I can give you like the full fucking details. I want to hear this. that. Yeah, get into it. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Let me. It's an old book. Where it tells you the history of colors? No, it's just a book. It's just books back in the day or something. The one color that was never talked about, I think. I could be is fucking red. getting this wrong. Well, is you the might, color red? Your track record isn't really too good right now. I'm like, 50-50 right now. <laughs> like, last week, like, last episode. Yeah, what about the week before that? <laughs> Actually, yeah, no, you were f- all right that week. I got, and last I know, week you were I all wrong. I was right with the hemp stuff, too. Yeah, that was true. Right, so, yeah. I'm, a, I'm still at a positive. You're like a 65% <laughs> success rate. All right, let's rate. do this right now. I want to know, but I got one. I got one. what do you got? Well, that was really quick. So, but what about when things are heading towards you, they have a shade of blue, and when they're heading away from you, they have a shade of red. So a streak, right? Whatever. So they try to say that that's like proof that something's expanding. The universe is expanding. Something's expanding. All right. My bad. Color blue. Okay. So not blue. Oh, that's not fun. Hold on. Humans didn't see the color blue until modern times. Which is modern times. When Could our ancestors... Started. Well, let's go with one article. Let me read this. Could one. our ancestors not have seen blue? It's, it's being talked they were about. Missing out. You ever see the movie or read the book? Here um, it is. Whoa, right. what is this? <laughs> we got a mosquito. Now, is it right to kill that mosquito? I'm not killing it. Here I'm, it is. I'm hitting it. Is this what you're talking about? I haven't about? killed a bug yet since that day. Is this what you're since talking about? Since that day. I love it. D-Day. Ancient people didn't perceive the color blue because they didn't have a word for it. But every other color they had a word for? Azul. <laughs> yeah. Wait, we got to close that door. We're going to keep getting more of those. I get it. You guys want to rock, paper, scissors for it? Oh, All right, nice. so it's ancient languages, for instance. Didn't have a word for blue. It's behind me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the tree. Yeah, it's right there. Damn, I don't want to kill it. Put him in the hat. Get him out. Should we pause or do this live? (laughs) We'll edit this out. Where are we at? 112. I'll get him. You guys want to get him? I'll get him. Get a cup. Make it fun. Oh, that 
was clean. Yeah, <laughs> clean up. All right, let me see. Let me see. Someone write the number one twelve. But they have a word for purple, not blue. There it is. Ancient languages, for instance, didn't have a word for blue, and scientists believe, as a result, our ancestors didn't see, didn't notice the color even existed. It, oh, and it comes from the Odyssey. That's the book. The Odyssey never mentions the color blue. I don't know why that's it. Here it is. The Odyssey mentions the sea looking wine dark. Red. Wait, we're on right now? Yeah, we're on, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're we on. never paused. We're on. Oh, we're on. wow. My bad. So, Wait. in the Odyssey, the sea is described as a wine color, like a red. You're not on. <laughs> What? <laughs> there we go. All right. Black is mentioned 200 times in the Odyssey. White, 100 times. Red, what the fuck is this now? I think the real question is what's the history of colors? Like, wh who said white is called white and black is called black? All right. So, blue doesn't appear in the Quran. Ancient Chinese stories, an ancient Hebrew version of the Bible and oh man this is like some mandala effect stuff mandala effect whatever what is that mandela effect it's uh that's like shazam yeah that was with what's his name here we go that See? guy that's never that was never a tv show it was a movie with it was Shaq. never no no yeah that's, no, that's kazam. kazam oh shazam yeah. sinbad sinbad Simba. With shazam i thought that was Shaq. so people thought shazam was a tv show or a movie back in the 90s with Sinbad as a genie. Yeah. And the whole Mandela effect is... Oh, if it ever if it ever existed or whatever, yeah. And Kazam is Shaq as a genie. Yeah. Right. Same thing. How is that even allowed? Oh, wait, but Shazam never existed. Yeah, but everybody thinks it did. So did it. I don't really... Yeah, like a tree falling in the woods. I don't really understand that because... I didn't know that existed. You thought that existed? I did. I kind of did. Shazam. Shazam. I remember yes. Sinbad. What else would I remember Sinbad? Because I remember Sinbad I remember as Sinbad. a fucking genie in something. And no. it drives me yeah. nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I remember Sinbad from Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Yo, was he like the villain or something? <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. No, it was, Arnold Schwarzenegger goes to call up the radio show to win the, right. the Turbo Man. I'm gonna, give you, a, yo, I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna give you twenty examples of. Where was it? Turbo Man. No, nah, Jingle, Jingle All the Way. way. So I'm gonna give you twenty examples of the Mandela effect right now. Real quick. Right Super real quick. quick. Let's start Super easy. Oscar Mayer. How do you spell Mayer and Oscar Mayer? M a y e r. That's true. Oh, I was gonna say e though. Yep. Next one is. Wait, what did I say? What were you gonna say? I was gonna say M e y e r. Oh. But you said a y. Yeah. So you win. One nothing, Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, let's do let's that. Go. Let's, let's do that. Yeah, I'll get a little compared there. Right, let me let me get some. I don't compared. think they're all questions though. Did Curious George have a tail? No. Let's see what he says. Curious George, I can't even picture this motherfucker. He was in a he was in the books when we were kids. Uh, he had a show too, I think. He had a podcast. I'm just he had a podcast. <laughs> I'm thinking of Lamb Chop. Uh, 
That was a throwback. That was chill. Nah, he didn't. He didn't, right? He never had a tail. Mine doesn't count as a win because I guessed. Never told a lie. What does Darth Vader say to Luke? Oh, Luke, I am your father. No. Nope. He doesn't say no. it. No. No. Luke. No. Sort of Luke. He acts. No. All right. You'll go for it now. Well, that's the obvious. He was your father, or no? Nope. It's. It, I don't even think he says that. Luke, I met your father. No. Hold oh. it's, what is it? He says, Luke. I wish I knew your like, father. It's just a fucking conversation. He goes, no, I am your father. Yeah, it's like some little tweak. Bro, Luke. you see the Berenstain Bears one? Yes, that was another one on this list. That one was weird. I don't know who the Berenstain Bears Because it's like the Berenstain Bears. That's typical. That's like uh, actually what it is. Oh. But it's, you know, everybody called it the Berenstain Bears. But it's the Berenstain Bears. I don't know who the Berenstain Bears are. That's a shame. Were they good people? Were they bears? Yeah. They were it bears. was a book. Were they the porridge ones? No, I, I miss Little Bear, though. Oh, yeah. Little Bear. Bear was my... Little Bear brother. Are you guys ever watched Mr. Rogers? Of course. How's the theme beginning go? It's a beautiful day. In the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. It's no. a beautiful day. In the neighborhood. In the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I don't it's in this neighborhood. <laughs> It's a beautiful day in this neighborhood. Nah, it's the. It's this, bro. It's I'll play it. Hold on. It's a beautiful day. Wait. Here, do this. Yo, we're going to get knocked on a copyright. Nah, uh, it doesn't matter. I got Kanye West we intro. Have G- Jesus <laughs> Walks is one of the intros. <laughs> for more we could do I've 10 seconds. I've gotten knocked for copyright before. 10 seconds? That's what it's... That's it what was 30 all? seconds of Jesus Walks, and iTunes approved the content, so okay. I blame iTunes. There it is. People remember a Sinbad Genie movie from the 90s. Well, I feel like that was never a big one. They're saying that life was like a box of chocolates is a big one? Yeah. Life is like a... No, it's life was. Yeah, that's yeah. what they said. Life is like... Yo, life is what? It was life is like... Forrest a, Gump quote. What is it? Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, you never know what thing. you're going to get. No, it's life yeah. was like a box of chocolates. Yeah, because he was reminiscing. No way. Queen of Snow White never said mirror, mirror on the wall. She did the... Uh, Lord Farquaad no, said it. And, no, uh, mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest of them all? That's a princess. No? Turns out the correct line is magic mirror on the wall. Mm, if you want, I if you're going to play something, list. use that. Yeah. I can't. I got a. Oh, iPhone. you got a seven? Yeah. Um, yeah. Whoa. Then throw that out. I mean, I could always plug it into there, too. Right, where are we at? I never thought of it. All right, let's get off this. Yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> I'm just thinking, would this shit interest me if I was listening to this? Like, I, I got uh, off topic for a minute. Where were we? I mean, if you're just working and not and sitting at a desk and listening to a podcast, like it's just bullshit. You just want some people yeah. to talk to. Would you. you rather listen? Do you Who's hear a buzzing? buzzing? Who's yeah. buzzing? You gotta unplug that shit you plugged in. All right, let me unplug that. Who's buzzing? Buzzing. There we go. Yep. Took the right out to the left. All right. All right. If All you right. could listen to Alan Watts, Whew. Terrence McKenna, or George Carlin for the rest of your life. Who would you? Me? It's not even a question, Alan. 
Mr. Alan. Watts. Allen is in my head. He is me. Out of those three, I would go George Carlin. Mm-hmm. Just because he keeps me entertained. Have you listened to who's you, who have you listened to the most of those three, though? George Carlin. <laughs> yeah, I've listened to Alan the most, and you're probably picking Terrence, and you've listened to Terrence the most. I think I've listened to it, definitely oh, Alan Terrence McKenna. Terrence. Let's get on that because I know Terrence yeah. McKenna. So, do you believe in his whole theory? The Stone Age theory? Yes. Wait, you have to explain the theory, though. We've talked about it for a minute before. It's the. This is the Terrence this professional. Is the, yeah, this is the Terrence. Yes. We're talking to the Terrence <laughs> professional right here. So this is the Terrence McKenna's theory is an ape came across some magical mushrooms, yeah. ate him, and that was what triggered something in his mind, and that's how the evolution What I brought out of began. it that, that I think is pretty enticing is that the human brain sparked in growth like 200% or something like that during a very, very small period of time, you know? And what was the catalyst of that? I think it's more than any other, you know. It makes more sense than anything else that they've come up with. Well, no, it's more growth than any other animal in any other area or way or some crap like that. So that was something that was like, hmm, that's kind of a value. You're only going to believe that one if you've done mushrooms. Have you listened to anything from Dennis McKenna? Yeah, because he was just on Rogan. Yeah, it was an recently. awesome episode. Hey, yeah. Dennis is—he's the uh, and he's all about um, fuck. Yeah, ayahuasca. Yes, like. ayahuasca. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's done it over five hundred <laughs> times. And his whole thing is—I forgot what he was talking about exactly on Rogan. Was a religion based off taking ayahuasca? That like that's factual. Like they yeah. have that in the Amazon. DMT. Yes. I want to do DMT. DMT is in ayahuasca. Like, that's basically... But... Uh, I'm not even going to talk on it. Because it's like... What? No, I will. I don't know crap about it. Yeah, um, I'm that's not why, that knowledgeable You know, that's either. why I won't. But... And I like to respect I've that. I've seen... Uh, what's her face? Oh, I hate this shit when I can't remember the names. It's that's on Netflix. She, has, she had, like, her own show at one point. Blonde hair. Sabrina Teenage Witch. What did you say? Yes, Chelsea. Chelsea Handler? Yes, Chelsea mm. Handler. has. She did ayahuasca? Yes, Chelsea. There's an episode Whoa. of Chelsea. I respect it. Respect I Chelsea. Respect so there's it. a she Netflix series. You should She's watch crazy. it, actually. It's really fucking cool. Mm. And it's there's different, different... Ah, sorry. There's yeah. a bunch of different episodes. There are Chelsea does this, Chelsea does that. And there's one episode. It's Chelsea does drugs. So the whole episode, the whole commentating goes where they're at a restaurant. They're being fed straight up. Um, edibles, basically. They're having courses made out of uh, different drugs. Bro, what's that no, show? Weed what's that show? Weed, weed something. Weed a kit. Weed a kit. Weed a kit. Yeah. But uh, sick. so that whole oh, episode, whatever. So Chelsea goes to the Amazon with two of her coworkers, <laughs> and they do ayahuasca. She does it once. Nothing happens to her. She doesn't feel it. She doesn't trip. Nothing happens. Her fucking coworkers tripping balls, going nuts. Yeah. She does it a second time alone without her because she felt like the first time she did it, she kept consoling her co-workers. So she, she didn't enjoy the trip. She didn't fucking get into her her own shit. OK, so she does it a second time alone with just the guy who gives like who gives you the ayahuasca and everything. Shaman. And yeah. her whole like her life just fucking comes at her so intensely. I guess she has like this crazy story with her dad like a crazy relationship with her dad and she just breaks out into tears. She's puking the whole time and she just like, she's tripping. Like she took more that time than she did yeah. the time before. 
But she comes out of it. She says it changed her whole fucking life, changed her relationship with her dad. Yeah. I mean, it looked I, intense. It's dude, everyone should watch it. Psychedelics Yo, change you. Psychedelics are serious and personal. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's it's yeah. weird to, but that's just how I felt in the moment. Uh, there are plenty of other things. You're right. But they're serious and they're very personal. And I think if you do them with that intention, amazing, beautiful things will come out of it. What? For me, I'll speak. And then maybe if you want to comment, speak? you can. I like when you speak. Yeah. Right. For psychedelics, for me, mm-hmm. they made me realize that I can do anything that I want to do. Mm. Anything. And makes you know it's it a makes you know it possibility. though. Like it's a po- it's a possibility. Like whatever you want to do, it's out there. Like it is out there. It's a possibility for you to go do it, intend on it, and work on it every day, and you will attain it if you believe in it. If you ninety nine percent believe in it and you one percent don't, it's not good enough. No. If you one hundred percent believe in it, it the world will. like everything gets out of your way. You know. Um, if you, it made me feel like I am one with whatever is going on. If yeah. it's God, universe, I, it makes me know that I'm with it. And that's working with me. Yo, that's what gives you like true gut confidence. Like what, wherever I'm at, like whatever situation I'm in, like I'm going to act like in the best way possible to get the best outcome out of this because yeah. I'm supposed to fucking be here. Yeah. Like, cause I'm supposed to be here, but and it makes you know that there are no mistakes. Mm-hmm. There aren't, you can't do anything wrong. There's, mm-hmm. there's never a time where you can do something wrong. Problems are good. It's always a lesson or something like that. You but can either. Yeah. You learn from everything. I feel like psychedelics get a bad rap just for that name. Psychedelic. Yeah. You're messing with my brain. Yeah. Don't, do you agree? Right, like yeah. I, f- I feel like psychedelics get a bad rap because it's, it, people think psychedelics and they think of like, you know, rainbow colored colors shining on yeah. the wall and like. Oh, I saw a leprechaun. Crazy different. Yeah. You know, no, that's not what happened. You know, like some random. The crap. best experience I ever had was by myself in my room on a Sunday, and that's when you learn the most. And I go into it. It's it's, the way uh Rogan puts it. It's like you can do. 15 20 years of therapy going three times a week or you yeah. can like just shroom out like every couple hit a three or four months and that's that's what it is for eight to ten hours your brain is for me anyway i'm sitting i'm laying down and then i i'm talking to myself it's like, a form of taking the, out the garbage. as the psychiatrist it's a form of taking out the garbage yeah it is because I, it's like so much shit builds up. Yeah. Whether it's like real problems or like just false ego problems that we build up for ourselves, and it's like, like I didn't. Or I, even I didn't false world problems. Yeah. Like we're in a game. We were born into like a bu- a game of stuff. Like how things work is made up from how humans decided it's gonna work. And we were tricked into thinking it's so real and so serious, yeah, like, and everything that we do is gonna be ultimately judged and. Yeah. You better conform and you better go to work or you're lazy and lazy people are evil. And yeah, <laughs> like the changes keeps going. and Yeah. Going. And right. I think once you get into that mindset, it's like I love whoever said it. It might be. I think it is Terrence when he said, you know, the government doesn't have psychedelics illegal because they're an ultimate, you know, loving fatherly figure. They have it illegal because it's going to open you up to 
the possibility that everything you've ever known is wrong. Yeah. Think about it. You don't want to confront that. Like, I've been wrong. My parents have been wrong their whole lives. They taught me past something on that's wrong. Yeah, my parents are just... Yo, I love that because it makes... All right. So, one of... I think my really, really impactful one on, like, my soul and myself, Mm -hmm. the number one thing I was thinking about, because I was just in glory land, like, it was great, whatever. I wasn't even really thinking... I was accepting myself. I was just thinking about the people around me. I was just like, I'm just thinking about my parents, you yeah. know? And, like, I accept them and I love them because they're just fucking people. Yeah. You know? And they, they've given, had made so many sacrifices for me that I would just be, I can't even do that to my soul, like, have that on me, like, to fuck them over in some way by not giving this world my all and, yeah, like, it's so being true. the best person that I can be. You have the chance like Mike Brand, shout out, said the best thing. You are you have a moral obligation to yourself and your family. It's Grant Cardone. Oh. Yeah. Well, Mike Brand said it to me, and that was the first time yeah. I heard it. That was when Brand was on a whole Cardone stint. Not to not to undermine Brand or whatever, but... No, he's a million-dollar yeah. Brand. Million, million man Brand. But, yeah... Um, you know you what the, the best way you to do. put it is when you take when you sh- when you shroom for the first time you realize that there is a blue pill and a red pill like you don't even know that there's another one this is what we were talking about <laughs> like like you think there's only one option of what the way you have to live your life like because from how you're raised and your parents tell you like you're supposed to go to college and you're supposed to do all this and that shit you're so conditioned yeah you're so conditioned but then you take shrooms and you're like whoa there's choices I could do whatever I want to do. Yeah. And we were talking about like one of our friends, like I can live my own life. It's like, Hey, the shrooms like, Hey bro. Yeah. There's these two pills right here. And like, you could look at them and you could be like, no, I'm not even, I'm not even recognizing that those pills are even there. I'm just going to totally ignore this. And you can just still go about your life and be like, Oh, whoever made these the things matrix weird. And I'm never going to mess with this ever again. And then <laughs> yeah. you go about and you never touch that perspective or world again and mm-hmm. you'll probably make some weird stuff up to yourself like oh that's wrong to do or whatever mm-hmm. or you could oh i had a bad you know, trip yeah. i had a bad trip whoa yeah. like yo i had when i tripped last time i had the worst experience ever i had my first panic attack of my life and i would not even i would not even call that close to a bad trip because yeah. it breaks you out and yo, no it lets you learn these feelings you never felt before i think the thing that i said to you like it, it really helped you and it helped me so much because it's something that you could think when you're not tripping. Like you could think of it in any moment. Yeah, you like, don't yo, have to say tripping. Yeah. Or whatever. Like yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like in that state, whatever. Yeah. Breathe. Just anticipate the moment because so many things like you think like things are catching up to you. Like, oh, like things are going bad, but it's really just like the past. Mm-hmm. Like be here now and everything's fine. You know, don't get lost and go down a rabbit hole of if. You know, if um, remember what I was like, my, what would my mom think? Like all this all shit. I yeah, was like if, saying yeah. this stuff to him. <laughs> and, I'm, and you're like, what do you mean? What does your mom think? What are you fucking virgin right. tripping, bro? Like, <laughs> I think I was a little bit gentler than that. I don't know. That's kind of what I remember. But yeah. it was funny. And it wasn't. It was just. It was tough love. I, I, oh, I will always like endorse it for people to try. Yeah. So. Whatever. Well, man, they've been doing studies now. Yeah, you sent me that thing. I don't think it's anything to mess with. No. I don't think it's anything to mess with. Don't do it stupidly. Don't think that, you know, don't 
go into it with any ego. Like, go into it of, like, ultimate respect for it. Of, like, hey, like, I respect whatever is, you know, this experience that's about to occur. And be humble within it. If you're living a life that you fully love, you don't question anything, you like where you're at, then, yeah, fine. Maybe you don't need it. But, like, that wasn't me. Like, I had questions about everything. I think everybody's got questions. I feel like you also got to do it with experienced people no matter what. No, I do it by myself. Well, your first time. Oh, no, I didn't do it by yeah. myself the first time. But I wasn't with someone Shit could get weird, bro. You can go down the wrong path. Yeah. You can go down the wrong hole. I feel like you need <laughs> someone there. I don't think that's true. I think that's it like is. a thing that they say. No, it is. I went to the park and went on the swings and like yeah, I that's you. Yeah. my life. You bro, like that's everyone you, else has different experiences. Like the more you you do, like there's some times or I don't know, even know like personally, but like there's some times where you could just be thinking and just weird shit will happen, you know? Yeah, but I guess that's why you need to get used to that "quote unquote" world. Before if you, you do, do it but that's why I'm saying yeah. the first time you ever do it, you need someone Who there. That? With you. I mean, Who you don't want to be by say, Yeah, exactly. Who, it's not me? a universal thing. You need this if you're doing it your first time. If you're, if for me, I did all the research. I looked up shit for months. That's the way to and go. And then I read a bunch of forums and was like, all right, so what I know about shrooms has been wrong my whole life because all these people are saying shit that's way different. Like, they're telling me that I'm going to learn and, like, ask questions. And I'm thinking I'm going to take shrooms and, like, freak out and, like, see the wall cave in on me and, like, frogs pop yeah. out of the ground and shit. Like, right. none of that happens. Yeah. I, I don't hallucinate at all. I just... You do see some shit. Like You, you do see, enough, you'll definitely start seeing Yeah, something. you see, like, lights but. move and they look cool. And, like, you can... For me, it's like, if I'm shrooming... <laughs> And I look at this plant, I can make the plant move. Right. But I could also just make it look like that and not move. Like you have control over shit. And that's I think it's cool. I don't know why I thought about this, not to like cut you off in any way, but no, it's all good. the Stone Dave theory, how mushrooms at small doses um, increase your um, your edge detection. Like 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 the edges of things look more sharp. So like you'll those monkeys that started eating the mushrooms were better hunters because they could see better. So yeah. they, that means they would have more food to and they produce more. And then that's how it... They would eat more yeah. and then take in more uh, vitamins and hormones and endorphins, I guess, and shit like that. So and then develop quicker, ev- yeah. evolve differently. More nuts. More nuts. Yeah. The nut. Preach. More nuts equals more life. Th- that's, that's what Adam and Eve said, right? Sometimes, right? Kundalini <laughs> energy. Did you see the thing that I sent you the other day? No. Kundalini. I don't even know how to say it, but whatever. I know what it is. Um, holding the nut, whatever. <laughs> the nut. But it's because it goes into it in autobiography of a yogi, how the kundalini energy is the sexual energy that you hold, and that eventually is like the serpent energy that goes up your spine. and Yeah, yeah. You e- sent me that. Enlightens your chakras until it gets to your, your head, and then it helps you, like, whatever you know perform ultimately it's creative energy right yeah we have something that could create and to look at it from like a different perspective it's like you know i could use this to literally create and higher intentionally manifest things outside rather than just you know yeah put it on something all it does (laughs) is create a new neural pathway to look at things differently that's what shrooming does new neural pathways Look at things differently. Oh, it creates it in, yeah. your, in your brain. Like you don't, you can't even comprehend it because you don't know it before you do it. 
Like you don't, you're not aware of it. You're not. And then it's like, yo, there's something over there. <laughs> That's what, wait, what is that? Yo, another thing, like little, like you, you bring out almost memes. Like, like Terrence says meme. Terrence actually made the, the phrase meme. So it's just like a bit of information from one of my main ones. I brought back, look for it. It's there. Just mm. look for it. Cause it's there. Like with anything, like you want to do something like, yo, look for it, look for it it. and it'll be there, you know, little shit like that. And that's what, that's what it'll do to you. But, um, it just shows you the, just a quick lesson on shrooms. Yeah. And they're taste educated. (laughs) Yeah. No. Saute him a little butter. No. A little, little, um, smart balance. Try to go all organic now. (laughs) Smart balance, dairy free butter. Yeah, gluten. <laughs> I would love to go all gluten organic. free. You yeah. would love Farm to. Farm raised. I mean, I Look hope what it. I'm getting is organic, but I don't know if it's true or not. Look for it. It's you know there. what I mean? How do you yeah, trust it? One hundred percent. I th- well, in school, I took. This I would class. love to just grow my own shit. To be, I mean, hmm. I took this class that said, you if you don't go out east to a farmer's market, you're not getting organic anything here. I agree. No matter what. So you can pretend. but Well, we got my parents grow. We got our own uh, tomatoes. We got our own green peppers, cucumbers, and I want to say basil. But, I mean, I would love to have my own chicken coop. Get your own eggs. I used to have chickens. I love chickens. The color, the yellow color in an egg is not supposed to be that yellow. Is what I keep It's supposed to be orange. Yep. It's supposed to be like a blood orange. I uh I got no. it. Yeah, dude. No. I bro, I broke. I don't know. I guess so. I broke an uh, egg open the other day, and it was like blood orange, and I threw that shit right. No, up. that's what. Yeah. It, that's an or that's an organic egg. I um. I got mixed in the bag. I signed up this dude an for organic s- egg. Like <laughs> what? How is it? Like whatever. If chickens are fed. Now change. think about that in humans. Are you organic? Right. You're not organic, no, bro. I'm, I'm not, not even organic. You're not organic. We're not organic. What the f- what happened to us? That happened like, a long time ago. What would we be like if we were organic? You know, like or, these GMOs no. affect us on what the is DNA the, level. What is the definition of organic? Grown from the earth? That's I, what you consume. We are yes. organic, right? We are. That's what you would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's all part of evolution. Whatever. But then I, w- then I started thinking like it, everything's organic. Like if it's on <laughs> earth, ha- it's not from anywhere else. <laughs> Unless it's made in a lab. Oh, I mean, I guess you still. It's still here. What do you think of all this? <laughs> 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 oh man, how long has it been? It's been, it's like a, been a solid hour and forty. Wow. Whoa, no, yeah, that was so. I mean, bad. All right. we cover some cool stuff. Yeah, we got a bunch I, of shit covered, I, bro. Uh, I mean, I, if it flies that quick for you me, you got anything uh, you want the people to know? I don't know, man. There's always you got like, some stuff, last words cool of stuff. advice or wisdom. I think, yeah, go. Yeah, you I give like it to them. Yeah. Go real deep right now. <laughs> Take it from the other dimension. Bring it out. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna extract it. Uh, no. I think. What is your main message? Create you want? happiness because you could be addicted to other things. Be addicted to happiness. Yeah, like literally, physiologically, make yourself addicted to happiness. And I guess, hey, use the happiness equation. I won't charge you anything. Whatever. <laughs> like. Use that and condition it in yourself 
and you will build yourself to be a happy person because you could be addicted to being sad. You could be addicted to being depressed. It's all on a, you know, I'm going to be a molecular listener. I'm going to be a depressed listener and to be like, what are you talking about? How do I just become addicted to happiness? What does that mean? Choice, baby. Keep doing it. Power of choice, man. I'm not going to be happy. Like I'm in debt. Don't be the fucking victim. Don't be the fucking victim. Everybody's the victim. It's easier for you to say that. I hate cursing. I don't even like it, but it just brings intensity. It's like, easier for you to say that because you're in shape. You have money. Like, I'm in debt. I'm not in shape. <laughs> um, I'm not. It takes work. Okay. If you could be responsible for nothing or everything, which one would you rather take? Responsible? Yeah. I want to be responsible for everything. Yeah. Yeah. Start there. Oh, oh, that's cool. So what if they respond nothing? <laughs> I think. Why would you want to be responsible they, for nothing? You're they just sitting on the couch. All I was just, just saying, saying hey, it's okay. It's, That's you're not in the place of wanting, you know, anything to change. And if you aren't, great. I'm definitely not in that place. But we need the people who don't want yeah, change to have the people the, who do change. The yang. Or else everyone would be the, the same. Needs the yang. So. That's the my favorite part of everything. That yeah, you, need. you do bring that up a lot. I, I love, love it. it. I love that. It's, it's I good. love how it. It's you so need good. the opposite of everything to have the other thing, or else that doesn't exist. But if there's somebody depressed and they want to help themselves, um, just do that. And uh, what book is it? What book was that? I don't know. Maybe we could write it down somewhere. I don't. I don't remember it off the top of my head. But if you do your research of mind over body, you will learn that being depressed or being sad or anything is literally in your you know genome yeah it's in your genome it's it goes down to the you know molecular scale of things in your body so you don't think it's uh i mean just to play devil's advocate you don't think it's a chemical imbalance i think it is but i think that you're in in control of it like it's conditioning, right? <laughs> yeah, I break everything down to conditioning, but it's conditioning. Like if you built yourself, you built yourself to be that way. And if you're having a nutritional deficiency, you're not going to be able to, no matter what you're thinking or trying to think in a, you know, you know, nutritional deficit like that, right. you're not going to be able to make those endorphins. I'm just saying there's whatever. depressed people out there that are fucking sick and tired of being depressed. And they're putting. That's them, who I want. Right, but Come they are trying their fuck. They, they, there's people who've tried everything. Like I know this comedian who fuck. What was his name? I but can't even tell you. It's the resources. I feel like it's the resources. But he has all the resources. resources in the world. Neil Neil Brennan. I don't think he wants it enough. He fucking well, listen to the guy. He wants it. Mm. All right, what is he saying? So Neil Brennan has done everything in his power to get himself out of depression. Mm. I mean, he's done the drugs. He's done the shock therapy. He's done fucking everything. He's done trying to change his mindset. Yeah. But he keeps coming back to where it's just not working for him. I don't think that he understands that life is suffering. You need to. That's the four noble truths. We were made to break. Life is suffering. Like, the only reason you're alive is to suffer. You're going to get hungry. You're going to get dirty. You're going to get smelly. The four noble truths. You're going to get mad. The first noble truth is to know that life is suffering. Mm. Number two is to know that you don't have to suffer. Number three is to know the way to not to suffer is through meditation. Self-awareness, yeah, I love it, because it breaks it down even more. Yeah. And then the fourth noble truth is knowing that if you meditate and realize that there is suffering, 
that's how you can eventually reach nirvana. Mm. And that's through the eightfold path. Yeah. Right? Is that close? That might be all wrong. I think so. It's so crazy because I haven't like how your memory works. I just haven't ran through those the, yeah. that information that's Buddhism, in a while yeah. that like I don't have it as fresh on my mind. Anymore, I think that's yeah. pretty close, but I mean let me know if I'm wrong. Yeah, told the Buddhists listening out there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we yeah. could end it there unless Tolga's looking something up right now. I'm just looking up what this guy tried so far. All right. I'll wrap up my part. Um I hate saying um, first of all. But uh, uh, <laughs> it was amazing to be here. Tolga, go over your part, but it was amazing to be here. Thank you for making me a guest. I hope any information, if you could find it within our, you know. Do you want <laughs> people to hit you up, like, after we post this and it's out there? Like, do you want people to hit you up for? You got a Twitter, Facebook, Yeah, I mean, on Instagram. Facebook, man. I don't, I don't, I used to do, yo, Instagram slash blah, blah, like, I'm not going to do that anymore. I used to do it with my music shit. But. You know my name. You can put it on there. Anybody can find me on Facebook or on Instagram or anything. We'll put your I would links. Never, I, I do coaching, and I like to help people with everything, whether it's your mindset, whether it's your health, whether it's you know getting jacked or getting skinny, whatever the hell you want to do, or getting happy. Mentally jacked. Yeah, mentally jacked <laughs> and, and doing that. Let me know. I want to work with dedicated people. If you're not going to be dedicated and you're not ready to do it, don't hit me up. Mm-hmm. And if you are... Do it, and I would never ask you for any kind of money without knowing that I could help you. Yeah, awesome. All right, I I'm like good. It. We'll put that up. Great. I'm so happy you came, dude. <laughs> hey, let's uh, plan on some more. I love it. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more. Get the info out. Yeah, we'll definitely have you back. It flew by so quick. Tolga, nice meeting you, bro. Nice to meet you, sir. On air, officially. Absolutely. All right. All right. Well, that is the sit down. Let's go, Joe. Oh, uh, we're on. We're on iTunes at this point, bro. Oh, yeah. Right now, <laughs> we are on the podcast <laughs> app. Someone's hearing this on iTunes. Yeah. All right. Ooh. So you're hearing this on iTunes, obviously. So subscribe. Yeah. Rate, review, follow us at Weekly Sit Down, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat. Hit us up. Boom. Yeah. Just follow us all over the place. Hit them up. WeeklySitDown.com cool. coming soon. We got next time we'll have uh, Paul on. My oh, friend Paul. Next guest. Paul McConney. He's from the solar world as well, but he's still in it. One of the micros. Yeah, he's a he's one of the micros, which we never explained. We didn't even explain micro. I know. Bro. There we could have went for like hours and hours oh, more. Oh man. You That's what we'll have real your... quick. Should we do a real just fast wrap up micro? We could have a quick micro. You want me to do it? Yes. Alright, so micro comes from well, we'll talk about the way of life part after, but micro came from um, in the industry, them, you know, the higher ups and managers saying, don't micromanage people, right? Mm-hmm. So it was a joke. I started in Vivint, you know, other than Brett of like the first Master Pico guys, did that. And then they were like, hey, you want to be a district manager? You got the numbers and everything, but you need the intangibles, right? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So they said, you want to be a DM? Act like a DM. So I took the Master Pico guys and I was like, hey, Pico, micro, I'll micromanage <laughs> you guys, whatever. And then I pulled them out of the meetings. And we did our own little meetings, and it all started there. And from there, we've all believed in it. and We're still in Pico Micro. <laughs> remained within the brotherhood. Yeah, it's pretty funny. So that's, so that's the, what I'm saying. Like, similar. when I meet all these people from Solar, it was through that. It's, it's, awesome. all, it's all Micro. Yeah, now we're all close. But that was the really quick Micro. We'll give you another. I'm sure Paul has some shit to say then. No, yeah. Paul's a different level than Johnny. He's uh, You'll see. 
He's a different kind of person. All right. So, it's coming I in love Tuesday. You. All right, I love you. You love me? I love everyone. <laughs> I love all. I love love. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of love. I love all right. love. We'll see you people next episode. Peace. Bye. Bye.